0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for tuning in to this week's lovely episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. Not one, not two, but three hosts for you. Three for the price of one. Um, we have, as always, our lovely remote host, Mr. Tony Shore. Hello, Tony.
0: Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on your show once again.
1: Great to be here. Excellent. Excellent. And the always dynamic, always exciting, always happy, Jamie Mom. Hello, Jamie.
2: Ooh, quite the intro. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello. Uh, how's Kansas? You had 70 degrees. What are we at? You right
2: know, now? it's 40, but that's 40. probably 40 degrees better than Minnesota.
1: So, 40 is the new it. 70.
0: Yeah, it is it is almost exactly 40 degrees warmer than Minnesota is right now. <laughs> Love it. So
2: I'm going to take it. It's sunny here. It's beautiful out. I can see out my window. Got some nice. horses roaming around out there. So wow. yeah, beautiful Kansas view.
1: Nice. Awesome. Good, good. Well, we've got a great topic. We're going to jump in. Jamie, you want to tell us what we're going to talk about here today? I do. We'll so not only suite. do we
2: have three hosts, today, we have three dangers to talk about. Three dangers surrounding maximizing your Social Security benefits. So I want to dig into this a little bit because Social Security for most people is is going to be the foundation of a lifetime. income. But for most, there's still going to be an income gap that has to be filled, right? Beyond what Social Security provides. And knowing how to really maximize those social security benefits is a critical retirement decision. Unfortunately, there's lots of mistakes, pitfalls, dangers, if you will, that you can fall into that can end up costing thousands of dollars over your lifetime. So we're going to dig into those. Let's talk about danger number one, which is... Danger,
0: no, Will Robinson.
2: Danger. (laughs) That's right. Danger number one, eating away your IRA accounts prematurely. So let's back up here and and think through this. If we have maximized social security, well then that's one less dollar that we have to take from our savings, from our investments to reach our desired income. And if social security accounts for most people for around 40% of the income needed, that's an official stat, I just can't remember where, so I'm not sourcing that. Well, then we have to think, well, that's where does the other 60% come from that I'm going to need in retirement? Well, I'm probably going to have to self fund that income gap using my retirement accounts, typically IRAs or 401ks that I rolled over to an IRA. So I want to talk through with you, Jeff, what really happens to that IRA account if I'm relying on it to fund the income gap?
1: Yeah, great question. And this is actually something we dig into in our workshops, our seminars on social security. You can check us out at paladinseminars.com and look at the upcoming events. But this is an example we walk through where let's say a couple age 62, they wanna retire and they need $75,000 a year income to make ends meet. Well, if they both decide to take social security as early as possible, we're gonna use one example, everyone's situation is different but they'll collect about 37,000 a year in our example and in, in social security benefits. So the about 45,000 has to come from their stuff and to keep it simple, let's say all of their assets are in IRAs and they're pulling money out of their IRAs to fill in that income gap. And another scenario, they still retire at 62, but instead of taking social security early, they take their IRA withdrawals more heavily in the first few years and they let social security sit in the oven and bake and and grow. And in that scenario, they only have to take out $20,000 per year from their IRA accounts if they're optimizing their Social Security benefit. That difference is significant. Over a 30-year retirement, it's about $185,000 difference in what they have remaining in their IRA if they optimize Social Security versus if they don't. So that can add up.
2: Yeah, and I think where people tend to, you know, they make mistakes and they make quick decisions. We reach age 62 and people have this, you know, maybe have this feeling of, I cannot work another day. I don't want to be at this job. I want to go live my life. I want to do all the things that I want to do. And I've got to go take my social security early then if I want to retire. They don't really explore opportunities with an advisor that's first in this to say, is there Another option here. Is there another way I could do this where instead of in your example having to come up with 45,000 every year, year after year, from the time I retire, maybe I'll have to come up with 20,000, but I still get to retire. The answer isn't just, well, sorry, you have to work longer. So really knowing the appropriate income sources, when and how to take income is key. Otherwise, we really risk just depleting those hard earned assets that you've accumulated all those years. We want to try to maintain those assets as much as possible. And that, like you said, significant difference in how we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Danger. Number two, Tony. Oh, all right. <laughs> danger. Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, no, Will Robinson.
0: Danger. All right. <laughs> love it. Love <laughs> A little it. bit of fun. Okay. You know, danger
2: number two, getting taxed on up to 85% of your benefit, which this just doesn't seem right, does it? I mean, we no. we pay into taxes no. every year. We pay into Social Security all these working years only to turn around and then pay tax on the benefit once it's paid out to you. But that is how it works. So really knowing how to minimize your tax burden is extremely important when it comes to Social Security and, and how maybe we can take additional income sources.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And you can get the amount of Social Security benefit you're taxed on to as low as 0%. That doesn't necessarily mean you you want that as an end goal, but uh, it's important to know how the amount you're going to be taxed is determined. It's based on something that's called provisional income, which in short is taking your gross income, uh, adding back in tax exempt and half of your Social Security income And if you're in a handful of states, Minnesota and Kansas happen to be two of those, you also have state taxes on your social security income that would apply. So tax diversification, it's really critical to your retirement decisions and really plays an important role in trying to not only maximize your social security benefit, but maximize it from an after-tax perspective. So think of your assets in terms of three buckets, where you have your taxable accounts, you have your tax-deferred accounts, you have your tax-free accounts. And like a taxable account, a savings account, for example, a brokerage account, your tax deferred bucket for most people it's their biggest one. That's your IRAs, your 401ks and your tax free. That would be cash value life insurance, HSAs, Roth money. Well, if we can move money into the tax-free bucket, that helps provide income sources that are not going to be added into that provisional income, which decreases the amount of Social Security income that is subject to income taxes. And that is not something that you do overnight. It's something you have to work on over time and be strategic about that and make sure you're, you've are you got a good proactive plan that adjusts based on your income and what's going on in the tax world and the market.
2: This, I think, is where it's so key to have a comprehensive planner. Unfortunately, you know, there are a lot of advisors that focus just on, you know, maybe buying stocks and they're very transactional in nature, which there's nothing wrong with that. It just overlooks then some of these key components of a plan, like you said, really being proactive in your accumulation years when you have the opportunity to diversify, because that is going to impact Ultimately, then, when you make the transition from the accumulation phase of retirement to the distribution phase, what's in our buckets? Where do we have to pull from? And that's what's going to determine how flexible we can be and how we're going to have options in order to get that amount that would be taxed lower. So that, like you said, doesn't happen overnight. You really need somebody that understands how to put a comprehensive plan together.
1: Yeah. And it, going off on a tangent a little bit, this is fresh on my mind from a couple conversations I've had with people this week is a lot of times when people come in and they sit down with us, they meet with us. Most of our clients have worked with a financial advisor before they transition to working with us. And we are not the cheapest out there. We're not trying to be the cheapest out there. We're trying to add the most value out there. So all of our clients have what we call the Paladin plan. So we're evaluating a lot of different areas. Taxes is a key component of that. And you alluded to this, Jamie, but a lot of people in our profession focus on that accumulation phase, saving, investing pie charts, we beat the market, alpha and beta and all these things that are important, but they're table stakes in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Your One of your biggest expenses is not the fund ratio, the fund expense that you pay on this fund versus that fund. It's what you pay in taxes. So a big part of what we do is how do we drive down that tax bill, not just today, but long-term. And most financial people aren't putting a lot of time and effort into that. If you're working with a true planner, you will know what that means and how that looks like in terms of your active plan. So we want to make sure it's not just the expenses and the returns that we're looking at. It's how much do you get to put in your pocket at the end of the day after taxes and after inflation.
2: It's so important. And unfortunately people just don't even know what to look for, what to ask for, what to expect. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the, the industry just has this focus, like you said, on beating the market and here's the returns and here's the stocks we picked. And that is a piece of it, but it just, we've got to dig so much deeper in order to, The overall plan. So, okay, tangent done. Danger number three. Uh oh.
0: Danger Will Not, Robinson. Danger. <laughs> no Will Robinson. Danger.
2: <laughs> I know. It's a little much. Not but. protecting the surviving spouse. And this can get tough to talk about because, of course, we don't like to talk about death and legacy planning and what happens when one of us passes. And the same holds true here. Facts are, One of us in a couple is going to outlive the other stats show. It's usually the woman that outlives the man. Uh, So one of the things I want to dive into today is what really happens to the overall income and expenses when one spouse dies. The income possibly gets cut in half or more, but expenses don't typically get cut, cut in half, do they?
1: No, that's a good point. Um, this is another example we use in walking through this as part of our workshops. Let's say you have a, the gentleman has a $40,000 a year pension, and they're both collecting 25000 a year from Social Security. So their combined income while they're both living is 90. Well, if the gentleman passes away and on the pension, let's say he had selected a 50% survivor option, which is not uncommon, so that forty thousand a year income now becomes twenty thousand for her. She also loses twenty five thousand of social security income. And now her income is dropped down to about fifty five thousand. That's a big drop. And mm-hmm. the expenses probably didn't decrease that by that much. So now she's pulling more money out of investments. Maybe she's not traveling as much or gifting or living the lifestyle that she wants to have in retirement and maybe has gotten accustomed to, that's a big issue. And the other part that kicks in is something that's loosely known as the widow's penalty, where now she is filing her taxes instead of marrying married filing joint. She's now paying single rate taxes. And on a lot of situations, that might be 10% higher that she's going to be paying in this situation. So there's also additional tax losses there as well.
2: And if we go back to danger number one, we think about what if we also ate away that IRA account prematurely? Now the account that she has left to possibly pull from, we've eaten into that. Pension got cut. We lost one of the Social Security. Her taxes are increasing. That widow's penalty can be significant.
1: It can. Yeah. And we can't predict when someone's not going to be here. What we can do is make some good decisions today to optimize Social Security, to optimize pension, to minimize the drawdown of assets, decrease the sequence of returns risk, taking money out of things at the wrong time preserve as much money from uh, the government getting it as possible and taxes. So a lot of strategies we can do to plan ahead for what we know is going to happen at some point. So a lot of ways that we can help folks with us and encourage you if you're listening and you haven't come in to meet with us to give us a call and schedule a complimentary second opinion on your plan, your situation, your retirement. We'd be glad to help you out with that. You can reach us at 651-842-8406 or visit us online at financial paladin.com. You can also look at paladinseminars.com, and that will give you a listing of our upcoming workshops that you can register for. But we look forward to having the opportunity to, to give you a second opinion on your plan and see how we might be able to add value to you. So again, that number is six, five, one, eight, four, two, eight, four, zero, six. Jamie has horses to feed Tony. I don't know what we're going to do with ourselves. Pizza might be involved. Yes. Uh, for sure. So thank you both very much.
2: Thank you. And what I would just add to this is we could talk about this all day, right? And I know you really dig into the overall nuances of social security, everybody's specific situation. We just scraped the surface here. So encourage everybody to contact us at those numbers Jeff provided. Up the seminars because everybody's situation is unique. It's different. You really need this information to make informed decisions moving forward. Everybody takes advantage of it.
0: Yeah, good point. And uh, I, I really think it was a great show, a good message. And we all know how important Social Security is.
2: God bless Social Security.
0: So uh, great show, guys. Uh, Jeff, uh, give uh, your phone number and web address one more time for our listeners.
1: 651-842-8406 and online at financialpaladin.com.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Jeff and Jamie and listeners. Thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com.